Welcome, or welcome back to Turner Syndrome Talking Tea with your host, Emily Seymour. What I hope for this podcast is, I hope it makes people affected by Turner Syndrome feel less alone. And I hope it spreads awareness on Turner Syndrome because it really needs it. I have lots of different perspectives on Turner Syndrome in this podcast from ladies themselves with Turner Syndrome to mums to dads to doctors a lot of different experiences with Turner Syndrome so there's something here for everyone so I hope you enjoyed this episode Hi everyone, welcome back. This week we have Emma with us. Hi Emma. Hi, uh, huh? How thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. And you? Good, I'm good, thank you. And no, thank you for coming. Thank you for being a guest. Okay, so I want to ask a few things about Turners, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. First things first, what's your relationship with Turners? So I'm a lady with Turner syndrome so I was diagnosed when I was at about four years old so uh, a registrar noticed that I just hadn't grown so they did some tests and mm-hmm. uh, I actually wasn't told until I was 12 and I needed to start growth hormone. Oh, okay so you had growth hormone you said? Yes oh, yeah okay. I think I was probably on a trial because it was after they stopped the human form and and this was going back in the 80s mm. so I think I was probably on sort of one of the first to get the synthetic yeah oh wow well that's good timing that's good timing <laughs> at least you got the benefit of it yeah I think I had it for about two three years so it wasn't as like as long as they, people can have it now uh, but yeah and I'm glad I did have some benefit uh, okay What's the most negative, the most challenging experience of Turner's been for you? Yeah, I think it can be quite a neurodiverse condition. You know, so, you know, some, some of us can be on the autis- autism spectrum. Mm. Um, also, you know, we can have self-esteem issues mm. as well. So I think that sometimes the clash of neurotypical people. <laughs> And not also not always seeing social cues and yeah, things like that. That's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. I was lucky I had um like good friends in, in school. What I find is I have just close I don't have mass, I don't like big groups of friends, I just have close friends and stick with them. So when I when I have a friend or like a friend for life. <laughs> mm, yeah. Quality, not quantity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's the most challenging thing that that I found. I was lucky. Some people struggle with maths, so I was the opposite. Maths and science, I was best at. Oh, okay. Um, so I did quite well. I hated English. Don't like essays, and mm-hmm. I enjoy reading, but not analysing a book. So I was that's I was a bit opposite to some of us in that respect. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting because what's Turner's, what's 
normality if there is such a thing because yeah. people might find maths hard anyway it's just that it's labeled a characteristic about time yeah. so it's really hard isn't it it's like you were just saying you really excelled in maths yes yeah it was like I did sort of um, a science degree and I think I was quite lucky <laughs> wow yeah wow <laughs> what is the most positive experience of tennis yeah I think it's because we do have some challenges I think we just rise to them I just find that we're quite resilient we just get on with things mm. yeah I mean, I didn't meet anybody else with Turnus until I was in my 40s. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I didn't know about things like the Turnus Syndrome Society until um, as a, a lovely lady started fundraising for her daughter in the same city. Mm. And it was in the local newspaper. Okay. And that's, I met them. And that's where I found out about the society. And that's when I first met the wonderful Hayley Cleaver <laughs> as well. Oh, wow. Well, at least you found them now. Yeah. 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 What, how have they helped you, the Turner's Society? Yeah, I think it's just the, the friendships that you form, you know, and the information that you get, you know. And, I mean, I've only managed to go on one conference, which is the one just before lockdown. <laughs> I mean, it was a shame. I was all booked to go on the international one. Oh no way! And it was such a shame, yeah, that that got cancelled in COVID because I was looking forward to that. But I'm hoping to go this year again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, we do definitely have a conference this year, which is going to be amazing. Yes. So, what's your interaction with the society? Yeah, so I'm um, a friendship group leader for the Oxford and Swindon group. It's a level of Donna and Molly. Yeah. And so and I also sort of uh, take part in two of the friendship groups in Wales. Mm. So I'm lucky enough to live in Newport, but I work in Swindon. Um, so I do travel a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so um yeah, so hopefully I've set up the meetups of the Swindon Oxford group. Okay. Yeah. I've also taken part in sort of the rare disease parliamentary days oh, okay. on the yeah. day. so me and Hayley last year were asked to speak about Turner syndrome oh wow at it um which you're quite lucky and me Hayley and Claire Clements tend to go every year in February mm -hmm. yeah so we've got um yeah, hopefully I'll be attending it this year as well where you get to sort of raise awareness with the Senate, which are the rush equivalent of the, the MPs and the government. Wow. Well, thank you for doing that, for raising the flag for tennis. Mm. That's a big deal, talking to MPs. Yeah. Yes, it was um, yeah. It was good to do and we keep it up. I mean, hopefully, um, because of some contacts we've got, we're hopefully getting a clinic in Wales. Okay. Just before, like, you know, hopefully there's funding and we've got a consultant who's very good mm. um, and a chronologist. So hopefully we'll get a specialist clinic in Wales. 
Mm. Mm. I'm really intrigued by this talking to MPs. Has yeah. anything come into fruition from talking yeah. to them? Yeah, like I said, certainly um, getting the funding for this clinic, it certainly helps in raising an awareness. So one of the ministers um, last year was definitely on our side. You know, one of the things I explained is um, I actually ended up going to Oxford for one of my appointments that they have to pay a thousand pounds for. When actually there are people in Wales I could see. Mm, yeah. Um, so it's sort of getting that coordinated care mm. that, that's actually missing in Wales. Um, so yeah, so like I said, we, we're very close. It was a shame because of the pandemic and um, because we are very close. Yeah. Um, the consultant actually was going to be a junk clinic with um, another gynecological consultant, but that consultant then left oh, or no. moved and um, health authority. So we've got another one and I think it will, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, but that's the type of thing we just make sure they're aware because although it's not as rare as some diseases, um, it is quite rare. It is classed as rare. Yeah. And it's so, so tricky because there are so many different conditions and every single one of them wants like a light shone on them. And it's so tricky. So yes. tricky to, to, to try and decide like who... Basically, it's a game of who shouts the loudest, isn't it? Really? Yes. Who gets the most attention? Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is all about trying your best and raising as much awareness as we can. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and that's why awareness is so important because you never know who you're going to help. Like your case with publishing the fundraiser in the newspaper, they wouldn't have known that they would have helped someone come to the society. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. You never know, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, that is so right. Yeah, you never know. It's in, it's amazing what talking can do, word of mouth. Yeah. That is so right, which is why these podcasts are so good as well. Oh, thank you. So what's the most important message on tennis, would you say? Yeah. I think um just believe in yourself. Don't don't always listen people who say you can't do things you mm. think you can um i think you know yourself the best and just always just give things a go don't worry about failing if, yeah if you don't give it a go you'll never know mm. yeah. exactly um and just have confidence in yourself yeah. They're really nice messages. It's in, it's an age thing as well, the confidence, isn't it? Because I've found the older I've got, the more confident and the less. It's not even about the less you care because you still care, but you limit what you care about. Yeah. Yeah, it, and I think you get to know your limitations well and your strengths. Yeah. Yeah. So they also try and play to your strengths as well, but also 
try and work on your weaknesses. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add to this episode? No, no, I just say be kind to yourself, be kind to others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so simple, but so important. Yeah. Be kind to yourself and others. I've really enjoyed this episode, Emma. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Emily. I really have enjoyed it as well. Oh, good, good. And everyone listening, I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you want to know more about tennis, go to www.tss.org.uk. And that is the website for the official Turner Syndrome Support Society UK charity. Or you can go back to my first ever episode on this podcast where I explain what Turner's is and how it's affected me. So I hope you have a really great week and I will see you in the next episode.